104.1 FM Buckets Radio and it has been a big week in Gloucester. Last week we had a visit from Ben Rora from the Speed Blitz Blues and Emily Lees from the Lendlease Breakers as part of the Toyota Country Blitz and we're very fortunate to have Ben Rora with us having a chat about all things cricket and first of all I'll ask you how's your time been in, in Gloucester Ben? Yeah, hi Matt, how are you going? Um, yeah, it's been fantastic. Uh, we got out and, and saw some schools today and did some stuff with the, the high-performance guys from Gloucester too. Uh, they really seem to enjoy it and um, there's definitely some, some talent in the area. And getting getting out into regional New South Wales is definitely something that, that we're a big fan of in, in a town like this. Uh, how, how much does it mean to the kids to have you guys coming out? Yeah, I think uh, every school we've gone to over the last few years, the kids uh, walk away with huge smiles on their faces. I don't think, especially some of the smaller schools, they get to see um, sports people come to their come to their much, and uh, they've seemed to love it. Which which is really what um, the initiative was all about: is to try and get as many of us out to to regional areas as we can, uh, and try and promote yeah. the game and, and get people playing. And, and yourself, your playing career ha- has lasted quite a while with New South Wales. You, you, you made your debut some years ago, but it wasn't until last year, I think, that, that you had your first chance to play in a winning Sheffield Shield team. Can, can you tell us about what that meant to you and, and to the playing group? Yeah, um, obviously, as you said, I've been playing for a while now, a lot longer than I thought I would, but um, played in two losing Sheffield Shield finals, so... The last year to get over the line was was huge, and uh, none of the boys in the actual eleven had won one before, so wow. that made it extra special for us. Um, especially the, the celebrations afterwards. We we've been working towards it for quite a few years now. We we uh, we knew we had the ability to, and it was just a matter of performing to to that ability to to bring it home. And going back to your early years, you, you made your debut for New South Wales back in 067 and playing against Tasmania and, and you did something that not many people do you, you managed to to ton up in your in your first game can you tell us a bit about that game and and that experience of of, of making big runs straight away yeah I um I was over in New Zealand playing a second 11 game and when I got told that I was coming back and was a chance of playing and uh, one of the guys had got injured and yeah got back, went to Tassie, and, and the whole time they told me, no, he'll, he'll be right, you won't play, and it wasn't until the morning of the game that um, I got the tap on the shoulder and said, you're in, um, and then we uh, we fielded all day the first day, and they polled on 300, and the first up the next morning we, we got bowled out for 50, so it wasn't the uh, the greatest start to, to my career, but uh, luckily the second innings, they, they sent us back in, and we were able to put on a few, and and I got, ended up getting a hundred of those, so that was uh, that was a quite nice start. But um, but walking out on a hat trick ball wasn't wasn't what <laughs> I'd uh, pictured in my mind for my first game. And was it Ben Hilfenhaus who was trundling in? It was, yeah, it was. So he, that was when he was probably in the prime, just before he got picked for for Australia, um, bowling sort of 140k out swingers, and and I'm walking out to to um, yeah having a hat trick ball put on the big screen in front of me so it was a bit uh, a bit daunting for for a guy who sort of just thought he was just going to play great cricket for the rest of his life so 
So it's a warm welcome to first class cricket. You, you've played a lot of the of, of the shorter format of the game. Uh, you've been very valuable for New South Wales in in the tail end of of the one day domestic stuff last year. I think twenty runs off and over in in the Ryobi Cup final. And in the T20 format, you, you've shown that you're capable of scoring runs really quickly. What did it mean to you to get selected to play a T20 international for Australia? Oh, obviously, yeah, any any time you picked for your country is a huge honour, and um, I, I feel like that in every time I play for New South Wales. So, yeah, um, to get to get uh, that further sort of credit was was huge for me um, and not even just for me, for my family as well. I know how much they put into my career over the years and, and it was great to see how, how happy they were for me too. So um, It was something that I'll, I'll never forget but um, I'd love for it to happen again, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. If it's only the one time and then, uh, yeah, it's, it's something I'm going to cherish for a long time. And with, with your hopes for the future, obviously you You've moved down to the Melbourne Renegades after a, a very successful time with the Sydney Sixers. You guys won won the Big Bash back there, and and you won the the, the Champions League. H- how's the banter been amongst the boys when when the Big Bash rolls around? Is 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 there a bit of uh, friendly jibing going on? Uh, it's not it's not even when the Big Bash rolls around. It's all year pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it's some friendly banter between the boys. Um, they, uh, yeah, they were into me about leaving, and in terms of us winning things and telling me that I'm, I'll never go win anything again if I go down there, that sort of thing. And <laughs> and I uh, now I've been telling them that they're not going to win anything again because I've left. So it was, it was, I was the reason they won it. But uh, they, uh, no, it's all, all good fun. They, they realised that I was going down there for an opportunity to, to bat a bit higher, and um, yeah, hopefully one day get to come back and, and play with, play with some of my good mates again. And and in that team in the Sydney Sixers, Brad Haddon was one of, one of the key players there. And at the moment, Michael Clark's un, under a bit of an injury cloud. How, how do, do you rate Brad Haddon as a cricketer? And and do you think he's someone that would be capable of stepping in if if Michael Clark's unable to play in a Test match in in the near future? Yeah, in terms of captaincy, definitely he um, he's a natural leader. Had he, he um, just knows what to say to to get the group to follow him and to um, to inspire you to to bring out the best. I think he um, he's done that very well when he plays for the Sixers and I've played a whole season under him there and as well as the Champions League, as well as um, he's captain New South Wales a few times and and even when he's not captain he he does have that sort of leadership presence anyway. So yep. if he um, if he does get the nod. To, to do that, if if Michael's not a, not available, then he'll do a fantastic job. I know that that the guys over there have his full respect, and um, I think he's uh, he's earned that over the last sort of fifteen years of first class cricket and, and Test cricket. Yeah, and for you personally, this season you're hoping to go back to back with the Sheffield Shield and and hopefully claim a few more trophies for the New South Wales cricket cupboard down there in Sydney. Yeah, that would be nice. We um, yeah, it had been a little while, uh, obviously, since winning the Shield before that. Uh, so we'd like to to, do, to go back to back. It's quite a tough thing to do, though. There's so many good teams around, but we feel like we've got um, we've definitely got the side to be able to do it. Our fast bowling stocks are, are fantastic. 
Yep. I think we're going to have three or four of them out, but we're still going to have the Doug Bollingers and Garinda Sanders around. Paddy Cummins is in and around now and, and back bowling. So uh, we've definitely got the firepower to take wickets. It's whether um, us as batters can, can get enough runs, which hopefully we can get some guys to stand up and, and take spot, uh, take the runs that Steve Smith made last year. Yeah, um, and, and we'll be we'll be in good stead. And, and just for... young batters coming through as well. So that's exciting. And Curtis Patterson and, and Nick Mammonson's hitting them really well at the moment. So yeah, those those guys have really stepped up since uh, Usman Kawaj has gone to Queensland and, and Philip Hughes to to South Australia. I think um, although it would be great to have Usman and, and Phil Hughes still playing in the baggy blue, those young guys have have taken that opportunity, which is excellent to see. What's your preferred format of cricket, or do you just like them all? Will you just take 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 any format, or, or do you have a preference? Yeah, I, I love playing four-day cricket. Uh, I, I think it's a, a real test of your your physically and mentally um, over over a long period of time. It's it's quite tough to stay up. So I think that's that for me is the purest form. And then uh, I'm really enjoying the 2020 at the moment in terms of. Uh, the, the crowd atmosphere and, and having people take an interest in it uh, who, who haven't sort of been into cricket over the last little while. That, yep. Seeing that is that sort of um, increase in, I suppose, interest in the game is has been great and it shows with the, the atmospheres that we get at games. Yep. Well, thanks so much for joining us on Buckets Radio today, Ben, and all the best to you for the season ahead with New South Wales and... I hope you go okay for the Renegades. I hope you personally go well for the Renegades, but uh, not too well. Thanks a lot, Matt. I appreciate it.